Well, hello, and I'd like to extend a warm cringe evangelical welcome to you all. I'm Elena Paris, and today we're going to talk about the uh, the perceived war on Christmas. Um, this is going to be interesting. I think Christians' views of this have changed. I think the war on Christmas was at its trendiest between like 2005 to like 2015, 2016-ish. Trump said he was going to end happy holidays. Um I would say now people who are like into the war on Christmas are pretty far to the right in terms of Christianity. So I don't think all evangelicals would go as hard as to say there's a war on Christmas. But I do think most, even if they won't say it out loud, do like basically believe that like Christianity is being pushed out of society and that this is just a sign of it. Um, Yeah, so I I don't necessarily want to completely absolve folks who I think part passively potentially participate in this culture i'll get into that um and yeah this might be the last podcast episode of the year so thanks guys and let's get started Okay, so the war on Christmas is something that I do think non-evangelicals and even non-Christians definitely know about. It's been pretty well covered, um, but I do think that one of the things about the war on Christmas is it's more complicated than people realize because it is also essentially preached from the pulpit in some circles. I don't, again, like I said. So I kind of wanted to see where we're at. Um, There is like a more militaristic view of those who well i don't think this is shocking those who believe in a war on christmas might think it's war militaristic i mean think of the terminology um we're gonna have some discussion on if santa is even christian and we're gonna get some tips on how to uh keep the christ in christmas so i'm pretty excited i don't have too many stories about the war on christmas i my family okay yeah i do uh yeah so my mom (laughs) wow she like didn't she let us know santa wasn't real and that we can't celebrate him because it takes it away from jesus but then we were allowed to like have like rudolph stuff and like other stuff like frosty like all these other like so it was like a halfsy but that's also i think to show like santa because he's like such an integral part of like the christmas myth um became like a target. So I do know when I was growing up, it was taught that like Santa's anti-Christian or a way for commercialism to take over the true meaning of Christmas, which is ironic because the true meaning of Christmas is actually just winter solstice. Um, Anyway, so, but overall, you know, besides the like red cups at Starbucks, which wasn't something I personally like interacted with very much, um there was you know like a happy holidays wars i think a girl at school made a speech about keeping christ in christmas like for a debate class so i mean i've interacted with it but it's not something i've had too much with um in terms of my like personal life personal beliefs and so forth i always thought the war on christmas was pretty stupid um so yeah so let's get into it um first and foremost christmas is a kind of false religious holiday it's a pagan holiday this is historically true um we're gonna get into that later some christians are kind of discussing that and they're like war on christmas discussion i am glad that at least they're realizing it it took forever but anyway 
The first is um, Christians fight fiercest ever attacks on Christmas. I kind of want to see what's the what's the current thought process. You know what's what's going on. Um, oh, this is another one. I was taught that if you say Xmas instead of Christmas, you're taking the Christ out of Christmas, and that is sinful. That's another one. So I guess I did interact with it, but in a weird way. Um, yeah, so that's definitely part of it. You know, anything that said Happy Xmas or something, like, oh my God, we have to like pray for those people because we like, cons- yeah, like it just, it was crazy. Like it, it's a whatever. So I just can't. I can't even. Um, so let's just remember that. So that's scene. Um, that scene. I love this article because it has this incredible line. Merry Christmas has become the war cry for millions of Americans who have fought against the politically correct mutation of the birth of the Christ child. Which is funny because the story's already, you know, quote unquote, mutated. He was born in July. Um, And the reason that Christmas is in December is so that it would match with a pagan holiday so that Constantine and the Roman Empire could get... I know it was the Roman Empire, I think. Anyway, one of them wanted to get all the pagans into church, and so they did it that way. That's all it is. Like, lights, trees, all that, that's pagan. The only thing Christian is your Christmas Eve service and the Bible story, which didn't happen at Christmas, so... I love Christmas, so that's not the problem here. Um... So yeah, uh, this person's calling it a feast. It is a feast day um, for Catholic folks. Evangelicals would not say feast day. Um, They might if it means that they could own an atheist, but in reality, they don't know what the hell that means. Um, Yeah, so essentially, this person talks about um, the White House returning to Christmas And there's, like, pictures of Santa kneeling down next to Jesus, which is objectively awesome because it's just so bad. Um, It talks, you know, a lot about the history of it. So that is interesting. Um, This person's talking about the new face. And that's where I'm interested because I do feel like... Oh, sorry. A pop-up that came up that said, is it immodest to wear deliberately ripped clothes? Jesus Christ. Ugh, I have had enough of these people already. Okay, so um, this person is saying um, the first wave of the war on Christmas um, was to ignore Christmas and eliminate it, it, it as important. Um, so then we all shouted Merry Christmas all the louder. And that that's kind of true. I don't understand. You know what? I'm not even going into this. I'm not going to. You all know that if you walk in the fucking store since forever... Christmas is everywhere. It's capitalism. Your problem is not liberals. Your problem is not atheists. It is capitalism. And you guys support that so, so in depth. Like, I love it. It's like they're uh, self, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. We don't want Christmas, but we will buy all the Christmas stuff. Like, it just, ugh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Um, so this person said the second phase is brutal and we must put on the armor of God because we seek to destroy and deform Christmas. Um, so essentially they're saying Christmas was politicized, which is really funny because the people that politicized it were the Christians. Um, and they're saying that activists are spoiling the celebration of Christmas, which is awesome. Um... Some people are apparently making nativity scenes with two Josephs. 
<laughs> so that it's like they're gay. You know, I like that. What an insidious. See, the first one's insidious. This one's outright. Dear God. Um, there's a cage around the infant Jesus to symbolize restrictions to immigration. This is a fence separating the Holy Family and the Magi Kings. With a sign reading deportation, this parish is politicizing Christmas to promote its pro-immigrant position. I actually think that's really beautiful because God, like what they're actually saying is Jesus would have been deported today. I bet this person's got beef that in Palestine they have uh, Jesus uh, wrapped in a cafe uh, in rubble. Like, no, it's showing that Jesus would be pissed about this. Ugh, I hate these people. Okay, sorry. I don't hate them. I just, they annoy me. Um, they're saying that we're not allowed to have traditional Christmas displays. I don't get what that's about. We had a Christmas tree lighting in Buffalo. There's Christmas tree lighting in towns that I've never even heard of. I think we're good. I think traditional displays are up. Um, atheists have taken it upon themselves to suppress decades-old displays that community members have enjoyed for generations. The Michigan Association of Civil Rights Activists, for example, uh, is demanding that a school district remove a large three-wiseman display from the roof of the Nuego Elementary School. That's because Christmas is a not a Christian holiday. It is an American capitalism holiday that you co-opted. They didn't even do gift-giving into... Uh, so every year this is like local nerd news from elena my family goes to this his, like historic village called genesee country village and museum it's very nice if you're ever in the area and what they did is they took homes and restored them to what they would have looked like in the 1800s so it's the actual homes and who like stories of who lived with them and then at christmas they give um different stories that might have happened in the home at christmas time historically and like how at least in the United States context, people from other countries, immigrants, uh, brought different traditions, like Germans brought the tree in the house. Um, traditions with, like, there's always a Scottish house and the haggis explodes in the oven and then they have to eat something else. You know, there's always, like, different things that happen. And if you look at the history, um, one of the stops is at, like, a store, and it's supposed to be about how Christmas gifts were a new idea brought up by shop owners to push basically selling stuff um and christmas used to really be more about like food family and enjoying each other that being said what religion do you think those shop owners were because i think it's christian <laughs> even like nativity sets and stuff like that's all part of it too also you can buy nativity sets anywhere so i don't get what their beef is also why just the three wise men let's go back to this it says it was just the three wise men i think we should take it down just because that's dumb Who, with all the fervor of communist Chinese during the Cultural Revolution, do they know China? Okay, you know what? Never mind. They have set themselves up as a censorship board to erase all such symbols in the state. One activist even went so far as to say that the local people will get used to not having the wise men like citizens in other cities where Christmas displays have been taken away. This isn't censorship. I have heard they talk about the Freedom from Religious Found from Religion Foundation. I will say. That group is annoying. <laughs> the one issue with my with the Freedom from Religion Foundation is they do toe the line of just being like atheist science bros who like, you know, almost worship logic. I don't know how to explain it. So I do get that. But yeah, that's what's going on. Um, one citizen pointed out that the city sponsored Halloween displays celebrating a pagan holiday and city property. Here's the other thing. Who the hell do you know that is genuinely pagan? And don't tell me it's some girl that reads your tarot because no, she is not pagan. 
she is a girl that got tarot cards at Barnes and Noble. Okay, like no one celebrates Halloween in the pagan way unless they're like literally, you know, like a crystal girl. Okay, and I have a lot of friends. Hell, I have a lot of tarot cards and stuff. I mean, my view of it would probably offend some people, but like, no one's actually pagan. Like, we don't have like this is not Midsummer. Midsummer, like Jesus. Christmas is a pagan holiday too, bitch. The only one that's 100% Christian is like Easter. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It, Yeah. So does your town have a menorah? Does your town have a Ramadan display? Does your town do a Kwanzaa display? Let's only make it fair, dude. Because it's uh, okay for me, but not for thee, then it's not okay at all. Uh, the American Athe- Atheist Legal Center. Again, some of these groups that are like aggressive about being atheists, a little annoying. And this is just my take as a woman. I find that these groups are usually pretty misogynistic too. Um, there's a lot of you that like only like your dumb old mom would want to go to church, you know, that there's that aspect of it too. Um, just want to put it out there. Also, atheists forget that, like, the only religion isn't Christianity sometimes, which is also really offensive. Um, I should say white atheists. White atheists are a different breed. But anyway, not that I have an issue with atheists. I'm just talking about a certain brand. Obviously, there's a lot of different types of folks, like anything. Um, wow. Okay, so this part person's going to let us know about the satanic offensive. And they're saying that there's now satanic themes in Christmas. I'd love for any of you to let me know where these themes are coming from. Across the country, satanic groups are forced upon the public their mutations of the feast. I love this word mutations. I feel like it's X-Men. Anyway, they take advantage of public square celebrations of the real Christmas to introduce their own decorations, tree, and manger, uh, laden with satanic symbols and themes. Describe satanic symbols and themes, my child. Um... These horrific displays. <sighs> the Chicago branch of the Satanic Temple, for example, has placed a display next to Christmas decorations and trees in the Illinois Capitol round called Snake Tivity. <laughs> the work consists of an arm holding an apple with a snake coiled around it. There's also a sign that reads, Knowledge is the greatest gift. The display is a parody of the incarnation that redeemed mankind from original sin lost in paradise. Yeah, I could see where that could be offensive. I, this is what I'm saying where, like, some of these groups like to poke the bear a little bit. Like, don't escalate a situation and, and, and do that. I also have... I'm not going to get into this, but there is a difference between a Satanist, a Satanist who's part of the Satanic Temple, and the Satanic Temple does not... There's a lot there. I encourage you to look into it. I think one of the... Anyway. Some Satanists are, like, humanists, and some are, like, a different breed and we'll just get into that later in another episode but the snakeivity that is that i i see that's kind of desecrating too like this is my other issue if something is a re- legitimate religious like icon statue like actually has reverence like an icon of the virgin mary or um a great example uh with islam is you cannot show a f- picture of Muhammad. This obviously got that uh, magazine in France in trouble when the attack happened. Not that you should attack people, but 
The French people sometimes are just setting themselves up to piss everyone off. And anyway, so what I'm getting at is when you purposely go after something that is legitimately like objectively seen as like a holy or sacred symbol, it is always wrong to like kind of make fun of that. Like if I made a a satanic menorah, that's also very inappropriate. If I uh, put a statue of Mohammed, you know, like all of that's inappropriate. Um, it'd be inappropriate if there was a Buddhist display to put, you know, your own display making fun of it. So I just want to point out that, like, there's actually challenging Christians on things that matter, and there's just being kind of a jerk. So that's how I feel about that. I don't know what people's take are, but, like, I do find that, um, some folks can be a little, a little too far. That being said, uh, not all Satanists are like this. The Buffalo uh, Satanist group was in the Pride Parade and they were kind of cheeky, but like funny and I think appropriate. They made a sign that says, God loves you. Satan thinks you're hot, which I thought was like, it's kind of funny. It might have offended some people, but it was also not taking da- God down. It was like, well, God loves you. But like, you know, kind of the joke of like, but Satan like, you know, wants that sex with you or something. You know, that's kind of funny. Um, And that's where I'm saying, like, there's a fine line between being a little silly and just being rude. That's just my take. Um, They're saying that we should protest and pray. Prayer, not surprised. If there's a solution to something for a Christian, usually sitting down and talking to yourself for 45 minutes thinking God is listening, that'll work. Okay, that was a little, but you know what I mean. Like, there's a time when people are just chatting out loud. You know, I, I I do think prayer for some people is like a vent session, which can be very healing. Um, but that being said, it's not a solution to everything. So this person wants you to organize protest rallies and petitions and affirming the right to celebrate Christmas in the public s- square. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, they put a sign that said, in Satan we trust in front of a Catholic nativity scene. Again, not appropriate. Just not appropriate. We don't need to be doing that. Like like I said, like this guy probably doesn't write this article if they don't do stuff like that. Like it's these really like... The problem is, is that the average person actually really likes Christmas, is not bothered by a nativity scene, doesn't care. And it's certain groups that want to nitpick the piss out of stuff. I do think, however, like, for example, we have a menorah and a Christmas tree downtown in Buffalo. Um, We had, you know, we do stuff like that. So I think there's ways to include everyone because there are multiple multiple holidays. It's like when you put uh, the pride flag up to celebrate pride, you know. And then it, what if straight people wanted their own display? You know, it's kind of like that same question. So I do think there's that. There's that as well. Um, not that I'm letting people off the hook that are honestly rude about that, but there's things that just force the issue more. So this person's obviously, uh, he's, this person straight up says the church is militant and is always fighting against the ways of the world. Again, like very military focused, um, I do think if there is like an unpopular, an unpopular horrific display or just like a Satanist display, they're going to get pushback from more than just Christians because Satanism has like a bad reputation, whether it's earned or not. It's really more hedonism at this point, really with just like general lay people. So that was, I think, the most insane response I've seen. That was a 2018 article. I do think that part of that was that Trump was in office and that, like, people felt more emboldened. 
Um, and I also will give this person that there were things being done that were like purposely trying to piss people off. And when you do that, you're always going to create a scene and it just it's not like it's a real protest or anything or they were making a, a statement. They were just being annoying. Um, that's the other thing. If you're protesting something without a goal, then you're not really you're just adding to noise. Um, yeah. So this next one is about how we've disassociated Jesus Christ from the Christmas holiday, which is really funny because um, we inserted him in the first place. It's complaining that advertisements say happy holidays. Again, if that just isn't common sense, if you want to make more money, you want to include every holiday. Also, Honda days. Sometimes it's just a pun, girl. Sometimes it's just a pun. Um, people trying to sue over nativity scenes, Christmas programs occurring in public schools because it offends them. I think they call it winter break. Everyone was pissed about that. But then one teacher was like, well, it's actually just stupid because winter break only ever happens at Christmas. So it is just Christmas break because winter break doesn't extend to like even like Three Kings Day, which is a Christian holiday celebrated in um, Latin America, mainly Puerto Rico. Um, you know, we don't get off for Hanukkah. We don't get off for Ramadan. We don't get like I have a Sikh friend who's never been off for one of their holidays ever in their life. So, I mean, there are some like kind of I'll call like the neoliberal doublespeak where you like change the words but do the same bullshit. I, 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 I vibe with that. I don't think that the war on Christmas is 100% like I think the impetus of it, Christians, 100%. Some of the things that keep it going, like the stupid little things, just dumb. Winter holiday. If you're going to make it a winter holiday, let Jewish kids off for Hanukkah without missing school. Because it's not the same if they're an excused absence and they're missing stuff. You know, have a Hanukkah celebration at school and not just like do things that actually include these kids instead of just put some words down. That's valid. That's a solution. Because I, I do think one of the issues here is that the other team just sees everything as dumb and then really doesn't include the groups that would be included in these ideas. Um, This person says that we're always trying to not offend non-Christians instead of stand up for God. <laughs> she said, if someone says happy holidays, you tell them it offends you as a Christian. And that deliberate attempts to remove Christmas in the name of tolerance and inclusion results in to intolerance and exclusion of Christian values. I think that's a little far. Like, they're not taking Christmas out altogether. They're just not sure what you may believe. If I'm going through, like, Walmart in a Christmas sweater, I someone's probably going to say Merry Christmas. If I have a Hanukkah sweater, they're probably going to say Happy Hanukkah. If I'm in plain clothes, they might not know. Anyway. This person's like, it's a spiritual issue. Oh, yeah, this is spiritual warfare for this person. Um, and that the devil is using American politics to do everything he can to keep our focus off of God. He wants us to get riled up and respond out of anger. Okay, at least she's telling you to, like, be a little chill. And that you should keep your eyes on Jesus. Um, in a response, so this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do for people that have a war on Christmas. Love and pray for those who attack Christmas or passively allow Christmas to be removed. Also pray for those in positions of power and leadership that they would encourage the honor of Christmas in their spheres of influence. I'm sorry, can you imagine sitting down and being like, dear God, can the mayor of my town, 
who is currently under investigation with the FBI for stealing Section 8 money. Byron Brown, that's his name. Look him up. He's a terrible person. Um, I'm going to pray that instead of, you know, fixing the housing crisis, releasing the number of people who died in the Buffalo Christmas storm, still not been released well over 50 people, you know, instead of all that, Byron, I'm going to pray that you fix this Christmas problem. And not the problem where you hired your son as the sewage director as a nepotism job. Why would I do that, Byron? Can you imagine if I did that? There's so many other things we need to be praying about if you're going to pray. If you want to pray for Joe Biden, pray that he'll stop vetoing the end of genocide. You want to pray for whoever... I don't know who your representative is. Pray that they stop being a tool. You know what Jesus would want? Instead of you praying that they'll change Christmas, he'd much rather you pray or even do something to make this world a little easier to live in for people. Because that's actually what Jesus was going for. Jesus died because he challenged people in power. So, that's on that. Celebrate Christmas yourself. Make it a point to remind yourself and teach the real meaning of Christmas. I like how one of her solutions is like, well, just celebrate Christmas. Like, no, shut up. And then this says speak the truth in love, which basically means confront people and then say it's love. This person is a whole wet. Oh, I forgot to keep the Christ in Christmas.com is an actual website. So there are people who have made websites in an LLC. So this is Christ is Christmas LLC around this issue. They have events. They buy billboards. They do uh, fundraisers. They have a magazine. They have billboards you can get. They have how to evangelize for Christmas. This is a very, uh, the this is the other funny part, is a lot of people who talk about the war on Christmas talk about the commercialization of it. The war on Christmas is its own freaking um, industry. They have an LLC. They have people buying billboards. Um, they have a catalog of Keep the Christ in Christmas cards you can buy. They have a catalog of banners you can get that say Keep the Christ in Christmas. That's crazy. There's a huge, you can buy signs for outside your church. You can buy billboards. This is nuts. So that's just also another aspect is people are making money off of this idea. It's, it, it, it's, it's a total, it's a money grab. Um, This is a 2020 article. And I think this is interesting because it was uh, uh, Christmas during COVID was 2020. Um, And they're still on this, which I think is nuts because you can't even go outside. Um, this is how to keep Christ in Christmas, 10 purposeful ways to make Christ the center of your Christmas. Now, I like, I do like where they at least give you a solution so you can celebrate Christmas how you want versus just shitting on people who don't. Uh, my other favorite part is that the cover photo of this article is a nativity scene under two, like, planks of wood outside of a fast food restaurant on a sidewalk truly iconic um the reason so this person saying they did that to like push jesus blah blah blah. um the reason that the store probably didn't put that in that location is because people need to walk and use their like wheelchairs and stuff on the sidewalk and especially if you're a wheelchair user the way this is set up you would be pushed off the sidewalk into the street and then you'd have to go back on which is really dangerous um yeah 
so I think also sometimes it's just like, at, at what point are we just being too nitpicky? And why is it always, yeah, like until every Christian has a big ass nativity scene in front of their house, let's leave, you know, your local Mickey D's alone. Also, have McDonald's stop giving free meals to the IDF. Anyway, the number one way to creep Jesus Christ in your Christmas de- celebration is to have him present in your daily life. Then they tell you how to become a Christian. Here we go. Give God one very special gift from you to him. Let this gift be something personal that no one else needs to know about and let it be a sacrifice. Maybe your gift to God will be to forgive someone you've needed to forgive. Mm. Perhaps your gift will be to commit to spending time with God daily. Okay, so number one way to keep Christ in Christmas is to give God a gift, a special gift. The second is to read the Christmas story. The third is to set up a nativity scene in your home. Four, plan a project of goodwill this Christmas. I do think that everyone should do that regardless of religion, but yes, that's fine. I love that. Take a group Christmas caroling in a nursing home or a children's hospital. Again, no problem with that. Don't know if you need to be Christian to do that. But hey, give a surprise gift of service to each member of your family. That's very nice. Again, that don't know why that's explicitly Christian. Anyone can do that. A lot of people do that. Um, set aside a, f- a time of family devotions on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Then they give you a list of devotions to do. Now, that is explicitly Christian. I can get behind that being explicitly Christian. Attend a Christmas service together. Send Christmas cards that convey a spiritual message. Basically, buy a Christmas card with a little little baby Jesus on it. Write a Christmas letter to a missionary. This person spent four years on the mission field, so this is dear to their heart. And many missionaries are unable to travel home for the holidays, so Christmas can be a very lonely time for them. Okay, um... Yeah, that wasn't the worst one, but I do think this is also, this is what I'm seeing, is War on Christmas was crazy, and then people realized they sounded crazy, and then they started basically saying the same stuff, but rewording it so it just sounded benign and fairly whatever, innocuous, whatever you want, but like, it's still, like, we're not getting the point. Like, Christmas, the Christian part is, like, made up. Do you want to celebrate Christmas? Like, it just, I cannot. I just, and this is the last one on the Merry Christmas. Then we're going to talk about Santa because that's the other thing ruining this country is not just happy holidays. It's Santa. So this is from a woman named Karen and she fits it, baby. Have you wished someone a Merry Christmas yet? On her article, why I say Merry Christmas. Don't wish people Merry Christmas, one person wrote on Facebook. There are 14 holidays in a one-month period, and Christmas is only one of those holidays. Therefore, we should wish people happy holidays. I squirmed, and I realized that part of my discomfort came from how I define the greeting and that not everyone defines it as I do. It means different things to different people. I had to ponder, when I wish other people Merry Christmas, what kind of Christmas do I want them to have? I have no idea how that's the logical jump she came to. I love that for her. She's clearly like, where is this coming from? Let's see what she has to say, though. She has to expand. 
So she explains what you do on Christmas. I'm not going to read it. We all know what people do on Christmas. She said, you can hope for all things that happen in Christmas, no matter which of the 14 holidays you embrace. Untrue, but let's continue. Saying happy holidays covers the bases. It's basically saying have a great month, just like we would say have a great weekend. Here's the problem with that version of Christmas, and here's why I can't resort to happy holidays. What happens if family doesn't show up or doesn't get along? The lines are long at Costco. Someone becomes seriously ill the week before Christmas, and this year's presents are a bust. Is Christmas no longer merry? The version of Christmas greeting I embrace says you can still have a merry Christmas, even if things don't go as you planned. And then she gives us how Jesus was born on Christmas. Um, she's not getting the point. Don't, like, happy holidays also... I don't understand. What is she getting at? It doesn't make sense. Like, the issue is not that you might have a shitty Christmas. The issue is that you just don't celebrate it at all. Oh, my God. Let's keep going. I want my friends to have a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them my definition of a Merry Christmas. This is very self-centered, too. It's a lot about me, me, me. It's not about ah. Like, the Christians talk about sacrifice and sacrificing yourself until it comes to a non-Christian, in which case fucking run them under the bus you know you're gonna do you it's very selfish this whole thing um i can have a merry christmas and so can they even if my chairs are empty my home is dark and my cupboards are bare i want them to enjoy the love hope joy and peace that jesus can give oh so she's evangelizing people by saying merry christmas and she's saying that they're hearing a different definition, but what she's telling them is that she just wants them to see the love of God. Okay, she's an idiot. Who the hell would listen to Merry Christmas and get all that? That's crazy. If you stop them in the store to explain it, they're going to run away. All right, let's keep going. So she's going to find other ways to say it. When others say Merry Christmas, we can say, I plan to, no matter what is happening in my life in our world, Christmas really is the most wonderful time of the year. It will drive them crazy. See, yes, it will. Why do you want to drive people crazy who are exactly saying Merry fucking Christmas to you? You know what you answer? Merry Christmas. If I go up to you and say Merry Christmas and you answer, I plan to, no matter what is happening in my life in our world, Christmas really is the most wonderful time of the year. I'm walking away and never talking to you again because you are clearly insane. Also, it is not the most wonderful time of the year right now and people are allowed to have a shit Christmas. God. It's like this toxic positivity. Oh, my God. Kind of went hard there. But, like, wait, she's so weird. Like, none of this makes sense. Everything she's saying, like, is illogical and not getting the point at all. Like, not even in the slightest. If they don't want to hear what you say, show them the meaning of Christmas through what you do. Be there in their darkened hours. I don't know. If you start talking to me like that, I'm not calling you up in my darkened hours. Show compassion and mercy when they face long lines and smaller bank accounts. Or you could um actively try and change society so that's less of an issue. Like, they keep acting like, oh, these are just the ways of life and there's nothing we can do but show them God and a smile. Like, or you could uh, organize and protest to create a better society so people don't have to worry about money as much anymore. Oh, and then she just ends with a big fat Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, sorry. P.S. Set an extra plate at your table on Christmas Day so they can see that Jesus is always invited. 
Uh, why would they infer that? They probably just think someone stood you up. Dear God. This person says, are we to celebrate the birth of Christ? Did God instruct us to do so? Why do we celebrate his birth in December when he wasn't born in December? Why not celebrate it all year? Why give gifts to family and friends? Why not just love them and feast with them without giving gifts? Why do we associate all of his celebration of the birth of Jesus with all the 14 holidays that are pagan in origin? Thank you. That actually makes sense. Like, she gets it. It, th there's no biblical aspect to this. The only thing in the Bible God asked you to like celebrate directly is communion. And it's not really celebrating, it's like posturing. Uh. Yeah, so Karen gets rocked in the comments with people that are smart. Um, but then she doesn't seem to understand and acts like she agrees with them. So, yeah, that's the war on Christmas part one. This is like, I think, the most obvious part, the nativity scenes. Um, obviously, I went off. I think this is a very agitating subject because it's just so stupid. The next part is about if Santa is Christian, which I think is also very funny. Um, but I am going to play a little music and then we will be right back. So Santa Claus, someone I was sort of not allowed to celebrate as a kid. Uh, and that is like my mom uh, kind of saying with Halloween would bemoan all the Santa she did as a kid because of the church. So sometimes I do feel bad because it, like, like my parents were trying. I think I think in these situations, actually, let me say this. In a lot of evangelical Christian situations, it is parents genuinely trying to do the right thing. Um, that's why they're so horrified when all these things come out, because they really, really believed it. And so that is sad. But anyway, um, there is a new book out called The War on Christmas. And that's where a lot of these articles come from. So it's still within the realm, but a little different. The Happy Holidays thing is like a newer I don't say a newer invention is not an invention, but a newer idea because for a while, you know, obviously we weren't, well, we still are kind of a completely shitty country to anyone different, but, you know, it was actively worse before. So it makes sense, you know, when things change. Santa's been around since the beginning of this, this here, this, this here Christmas. So, um, let's get into that. Uh, you know, love that people are writing books about that this stuff, you know, really worth your time and effort and money to uh to do that. So <laughs> let's get into Christians and Santa Claus, a biblical view. So this person's uh, article begins and they describe a well-decorated home in a manner that makes it seem like they have had to witness a murder. Um yeah so they um they had basically this person's house has a bunch of those like really gaudy like inflatable um christmas decorations and this person just you know horrified because they're all about santa and, and jesus is in the center of it so 
This person says, if you brought someone from Russia to my neighborhood, what would they infer from the inflated and illuminated army? I sincerely doubt that it would convey the message of the creator entering his creation to redeem it from the curse of sin. I mean, to be fair, Russians come from a completely different cultural background and speak a different language and use a different alphabet. So I feel like that would be the bigger barrier. But yes, continue. Um, the manger scenes might raise a question. And the lit cross in my yard with the message, a savior is born, would hopefully draw the visitor's attention. I like how this person's like, but if you do it like me, they'll definitely be like, oh, what is that beautiful cross decoration? I must know more and follow this entire religion. Also, rude as hell to think that Russians don't know anything about Christianity when Orthodox Christianity occurs in Russia. Like, why are they acting? Oh, these Russians look like what? A, so weird. So weird. And to be like, and my cross says a savior is born. And they hopefully like, shut the fuck up. Can't stand that. So is this season about celebrating dancing snowman and blinking lights or a savior and the hope he brings? This season is for me to celebrate... I don't even know. This is crazy. Ugh. Um. So this person is going to give you the origins of Santa Claus. I'm not going to read it because I'm sure it's like, oh, no, he actually does know it's St. Nicholas. Weird that you, um, yeah, just weird that you know that and you're still this pissy about it. Like, wouldn't you think if you knew the history of Santa you would, like, recognize that it's a, a a Christian thing? So, wintertime worship, Santa Claus or Jesus Christ, the mythical Santa is clearly founded in a man who honored Jesus. Nicholas gave freely of his riches and benefit for those less fortunate. He also went against the Burgermeister Meister, which is very important. Is that the same idea we see in the Santa Claus celebrated today? Absolutely not. The popular song extols children to stop shouting, pouting, and crying in order to earn Santa's favor in gifts. Yeah, that is actually really problematic, my king. But anyway, um, this is clearly not the attitude that we see in a biblically motivated actions of the original Saint Nick and a far cry from a biblical attitude of raising children in the feared admon admonition of the Lord. But isn't your whole... Isn't the whole religion based on stopping your bad behavior to earn God's favor in his gifts? Like, isn't that like your whole deal is why you should be godly? So, but if it's Santa, it's it's not okay. Got it. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Uh, I have heard mothers using gifts from Santa to manipulate their children into behaving. And you use the Bible to manipulate children into behaving. I'm not even finishing that section. It's so hypocritical. So hypocritical. Oh, oh, sorry. He clears it up. We should discipline our children for sinful behavior because it is offense against God, not because it is inconvenient or embarrassing for us. Bullshit. The behaviors you guys choose to like harp on kids for are the exact behaviors that make parents feel embarrassed and annoyed, basically. Like, stop acting like holier than thou. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Jesus and Santa Claus have competing messages and cannot Santa cannot promote the exaltation of Christ. Mommy, is there really a Santa Claus? Oh, dear. 
glory robber? If Santa Claus was taking the glory from Jesus Christ in your family celebration of Christmas, maybe it is time to seriously consider changing the emphasis. My emphasis of Christmas is like, how much food can I eat in a short period of time? I also love getting gifts. I'm not even, I'm, I love getting a nice little thoughtful gift. I really do. And I like spending time with my friends and I like coziness. Like, not everyone who celebrates Christmas is like all over Santa. Uh, uh, rather than offering a platform to chastise Christians with views contrary, I hope you will think and pray about how to bring Jesus Christ the worship he is due during this season. Thank you. So it sounds like Santa's uh, canceled if you're a Christian. Um, no word on Mrs. Claus. Let's continue. How should Christians handle Santa? Again, another beautiful picture of Santa hat off, bowing before the Christ child. Very important. There's a lot of competing messages in our culture and how we celebrate it. See, this is also, can I just say like everything I'm reading? You think like, oh, this is so crazy. Like, these are things that they would put like in inserts and uh, bulletins at church. These are things that you would learn in Sunday school. Um, these are all things that are like discussed as like pressing issues. And that's something that's um, even other Christians. I know in Robert, is it Robert Foster? Streams of Living Water, which is a book about um, what he considers like six factions of Christianity. I don't necessarily agree with completely how he splits it up, but when he does discuss evangelicals, he discusses Richard Foster. That's his name. Sorry. Um, and he has views on certain things that I really do not agree with. The book is very old, so I don't know if he's changed his mind, so I don't want to speak on him today. Um but the one thing I think he's very accurate about is that evangelicals get so caught up in these silly little side arguments and um, bizarre, like, hangups that they forget the whole point of, like, Christianity. And we're so seeing, unfortunately, the fruits of that uh, today because all those little arguments and all those little nitpicky things um, made it so easy to feel better than other people and to... Uh, exalt yourself, but also to basically get into politics and culture wars constantly. And we're seeing where the, the fruits of that are very damaging. Um, and I do think that nitpickingness is as well really killing the church numbers. And it's even the people there don't even know like their own church history and stuff. You know, there's just a lot of things that, um, in my opinion, because of the way leadership's going, because of the way, like, the popular culture's going, like, or truthfully, a lot of Christians deserve better than what they're getting at their church, and they deserve more explanation for what they're being taught. And I think Christians need to also understand their pastor is not ex an extension of God. And I think that's the end of it. That's kind of a rant, but I just want to put that out there, that, like, this is such a bizarre like nitpicky thing and guess what baby they do it with the easter bunny too so get ready for easter um but yeah like that's that's a very that was a very good point um that book's pretty good i will say his pentecostal section involves something about uh lgbtq plus folks that i think is pretty abhorrent but it's like again 20 25 year old book i would love to see what he says today i haven't read anything of his in a while that being said let's continue 
Um, this person's going to tell us how they handle Santa. And I will say that there is something like about community and helping. Um, again, some more origins of Santa. Oh my God. Wait, wait. Wait. Wait, here is this article. <gasps> oh. So this woman wrote this in 2019. And it actually mirrors the guy that I just read ripped off how she formatted it. That's classic. It's classic Christian to rip off somebody's idea and then get it put in a book if you're a man. Um, let's go. Uh, this mom, again, talks about how, just like the tooth fairy isn't real, um, Jesus is God and he is real. Um, again, this isn't like crazy, crazy. Um, this mom says that you need to burst the bubble of childhood and tell them about Santa. My parents did that. I will say, I never really believed in Santa. Like, I could... So, part of it, just a very, very logical-based child figured it was fake, didn't seem real. Um, numero dos, I asked my mom to tell Santa to get me a teddy bear for Christmas. And she said, well, I'm going to save you a step and just ask me because I'm the one who buys it. She claims that this didn't happen. I know it happened. She just forgot. And also, I could hear my parents in the room. They hid the Christmas presents talking. And then usually conversation was like, um, you know, Brian, Brian, stop talking so loud. Elena's bedroom is right there. Oh, okay, Connie. Well, it's like midnight. She'd be asleep. Well, she's a kid on Christmas. This was what I heard every night. So, you know, I was pretty aware that it was my parents doing it. Um, you know, whatever. That's just that. But I do think it's pretty shitty that some parents get like a kick out of like ruining their kid's childhood when they feel like it. And this person says we should all be childlike in our faith, but it might be impossible for my children to continue to believe what I tell them about God if I raise them in a fake awe about Santa. Okay. Like, whatever. Jesus or Santa? Santa can be a fun game. We can pretend to make believe. We can use the model to and bless the poor and sneak presents to the people we love. It doesn't have to be either or. So this person's pushing, like, teacher kids about St. Nick, not Santa. And then she gives you a script. So this is what you will say to your kid to tell them that Santa is not real, but Jesus is the reason for the season. Everyone get ready. Son, Dad, I think I'm old enough to know now. Is there a Santa Claus? Not being the world's fastest thinker, I stalled for a time. Dad, Okay, I agree that you're old enough, but before I tell you, I have a question for you. You see, the truth is a dangerous gift. Once you know something, you can't unknow it. Once you know the truth about Santa Claus, you will never again understand and relate to him as you do now. So my question is, are you sure you want to know? I Is he giving his son the nuclear codes or is he telling him about Santa? That is the scariest response I could get. Like, what about Santa? That's crazy. Brief pause. Son. Ooh, I like how she had stage directions. This is great. Brief pause. Son. Yes, I want to know. Dad. Okay, I'll tell you. Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Son. 
really? Dad, yes, really. But he's not an old man with a beard and a red suit anymore. That's what we tell kids to illustrate the spirit of giving that God sent Jesus to model for us. We explain it to them in a way they can understand. My God. They can really dream him up over there. Dear Lord, okay. The truth about Santa Claus is he's not a person at all. He's an idea. And he also was genuinely a real person, which we've established twice now. Think of all those presents Santa gave you over the years. I actually bought those myself. I watched you open them. And did it bother me that you didn't thank me? Of course not. My... Okay. In fact, it gave me great pleasure. You see, Santa Claus is the idea of giving for the sake of giving, without thought of thanks or acknowledgement. Just like God gave Jesus when we help others, even without them knowing, it's us that is helping. We are being Santa Claus to them. Son. Oh, Dad, so now that you know, you're part of it. You have to be Santa Claus too now. You have to help us look for opportunities to help people. And instead of getting the thanks of glory for yourself, you give it to God. He's the one who gave it to us first, and we give it to show that love to others as well. It's all because of Jesus. Um, Sound off in the comments if your parents uh, talk to you like a military drill sergeant when they explain to you that Santa was not a living person right now. Um, I have a lot of questions about the script. One, I want to meet the kid who talks and answers like that. Two, I want to meet the dad who dreams that one up. Uh, Three, uh, I guess the lesson we needed to learn is we're just Santa all along. And now is my last one. This is the Gospel Coalition, which is a notoriously awful, awful website again. Uh, middle fingers up to John Piper. You're a terrible person, and I think it's funny your son doesn't like you. Um, anyway, that yeah, he hates women, and he's just so bad. Uh, and so he made the Gospel Coalition, which is also a horrific, horrific horrific website with horrible terrifying ideas um this is the australian version good to know they're international at the uh gospel coalition uh and they're asking the christmas dilemma santa or no santa they really like there are people that aren't sure if they will get a warm meal and these people are like santa question mark So it says, naughty or nice. One element of playing Santa that clearly clashes terribly with the Christian faith is the idea that Santa is always watching. Some stories about Santa elevate Santa to godlike status. Oh, here we go. He is all-knowing and all-seeing, and he will make a list of who is naughty or nice. This is something that Christians can go along with, only God. Oh, this is not something because only God can do that. Okay. The gospel teaches the exact opposite of Santa. I feel like what they're not getting is that Santa is basically like Christmas God. Like, like his, like everything about him is, is God like on purpose. Um, nobody will make, oh, I love this. This is so classic. Like, Okay, so there's Reformed theology, like Presbyterianism. Um, think like John Knox, John Calvin, uh, other Reformed stuff, the literal Reformed church. I can't think of them. I'm Presbyterian. I should know this better now. Obviously, some things have split. Like PCUSA is really 
Calvinist in reformed in like their thought, but or not their thought, their foundation, but they really are open theists in terms of their application. Um, things like that. They are going hardcore. They're very original sin here, which is the belief that um, everyone's born sinful, so like babies would go to hell. Horrifying thought. Don't agree with it. But anyway, when you re- hear this, you'll understand. Um, not one of us is good by God's standards. Nobody will make the nice list. <laughs> And yet, instead of a lump of coal or something much worse, God offers us the gift of salvation through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. I like how it's like, God's better than Santa, because if you're bad, instead of coal, he died for you. (laughs) Okay, like, (laughs) this is crazy. Also, I want to meet someone who got coal and it wasn't a joke or a candy. Um, So this person says that should be enough to kick Santa out. But some of us like to pick and choose. Um... One argument for outlawing Santa is that we are lying to our children. Most people are rightly comfortable with reading stories and imaginary play. My children love to play crocodiles. How do you... Okay. After a game of crocodiles, I don't have to explain to my children that I'm not a crocodile. Well, thank God, because I would have more questions if you did. Uh, While Santa definitely falls into the realm of imagination and fiction, you may be concerned that your children will be deceived into thinking it's real. Um, This is less of a danger than I think it is. My four-year-old son loves dragons. We read truckloads of stories about dragons, but he's never asked me if a dragon is real. Well, that's because... I know what she means, but like again, like dragons... Kuoto dragons are real. Okay. Um, Children are capable of determining what's real and what is imaginary. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we're talking about kids like they're just complete dum-dums. So, they said you can't... Okay, whatever. Christmas is all about Jesus' birth, so we should consider whether getting rid of Santa is a prime opportunity to reject the worldly and secular elements of Christmas and focus on Jesus. But if Santa is on the chopping block purely for this reason, surely we must alter every other worldly tradition too. Family gatherings, Christmas trees, gifts, parties, concerts. It's chock full of worldly traditions that have nothing to do with the birth of Jesus. Trim away, and this says trim away at things that aren't about Jesus this Christmas. I just, I just don't stop worrying about Santa and play Jesus instead. Instead of dressing up as Santa, you should dress up as Jesus to celebrate. Okay. 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 We're doing the Michael Scott. Wow. Uh, Stole that idea straight from the office. Okay, tips for those who choose to play Santa. She's saying play Santa as an imaginary game. If you do choose to include Santa in your celebrations, here are some things to consider. Work harder to celebrate Jesus and Santa. How are you celebrating the birth of Jesus with your children? Put the most effort into celebrating Jesus, not Santa. Be good because Santa is watching. Beware of this element. Be clear and upfront that the fact that Santa can't see and Santa can't judge. Santa is not God. Thank you. Actually, this reminds me when I was little. 
like I'm like something like inappropriate or whatever my mom would like redirect us and then be like Jesus is watching and he's crying right now <laughs> like every time it would be like Jesus is crying and I'd be laughing because I was like no he's not anyway um says be open about the truth when questioned if your children are questioning Santa is real consider carefully how you will respond be gracious and loving wow what a waste of time to have written this article um i just find the war on christmas to be one of the silliest things ever this is probably i mean unless somebody wants to talk about it there's not much to say besides like we're they're making up stuff just to give themselves a headache and it's kind of sad like just enjoy it this is a very this can be a very overwhelming season. I'm personally not, like, in the Christmas spirit, really. Um, it's very hard to be with everything going on. And because my job is so intense and in the community, a lot of my clients have a lot of struggles at this time of year. So it, I, I have a mixed view, but I do love the season overall. I think it's overall, like, a positive thing. Um but yeah, that's Christmas. I hope everyone here who celebrates has a really nice holiday, nice Christmas. Um, I really appreciate everyone. This is like six months of cringe evangelical. The consistent support is unbelievable. And I, I really appreciate that. So I wanted to extend that this Christmas. Um, stay safe. Uh, be with those who you, you love and feel safe with. And if you can't do that, I hope that you find time to get your own celebration with your chosen family. Um, and that's that. Thanks, guys, and Merry Christmas. Yeah.